it's uh, it is the case that all therapists have uncomfortable feelings at different points in the work with their clients. David, thank you for agreeing to spend this time with me speaking about metaphors in acceptance and commitment therapy. You've shared in the context of training uh, a variety of metaphors, um, one of which I understand you came up with, uh, the sailing boat metaphor. Yeah, um, well, James, I'm delighted to be asked to do this and I hope that uh, it's useful to the listeners. And uh, and yeah, I did come up with the sailing boat metaphor myself. Um, it, it arose really because of my struggles with the uh, man in the hole metaphor. So the 1999 book has this kind of um, classic organizing metaphor of the man in the hole, and there's lots of elements to it. And I just found that I, I found it difficult to operate it. I couldn't do it. I kept forgetting parts of it. Um, and and so I came up with something that was, I guess, based more on my own experience of, of sailing. Uh, and it, it, I don't quite know exactly how it arrived. It kind of shaped over several iterations. Um, but for me, it, it um, as a metaphor, I think it, it lands pretty well with a lot of people. It doesn't work for everybody, of course. Um, so have you been sailing in the past? Yeah, uh, in the past I did do a lot of sailing. Uh, not so much nowadays, but uh, yeah, definitely did in the past. Yeah. Do you mind saying where that was? Uh, I did that when I used to live in uh, uh, Glasgow and I sailed out the Clyde and uh, sailed um, uh, in other people's boats, racing boats. Uh, we didn't never did particularly well in the racing, but we, it was a lot of fun. Very good. Yeah. I uh, I used to do dinghy sailing as well on uh, holidays in uh, North Wales. Uh-huh. So maybe that's one of the reasons why uh, the metaphor connects uh, well with you. But, you know, even people who haven't sailed, I think, can get the sort of gist of it. Um, one of the things that I think about um, metaphors in general is is thinking about what their purpose is in right. the work. Um and for me, the main function of a metaphor like the sailing boat metaphor uh, is it, it's a case conceptualization piece. It's a bit of kind of sharing uh, a collaborative formulation with your client that allows you to explore with them, here's how I'm understanding what's going on in your situation, and here is how our therapy work is going to be uh, potentially useful and quite different uh, to what you have been doing before. Um, so so it, it's a sharing of a case, confor- case conceptualization. It can then give you like a really good shorthand mm-hmm. if it lands well. It can give you a really good shorthand for talking about all sorts of things that are happening in the client's life, that are, that are happening in the therapy, that you can then link these kind of things back into the metaphor as a way of understanding. When you do that, the experience that you have, I think, is that you, you and the client are now talking about something else other than their problem, although you're still talking about the problem because it's linked to the problem. And I think it can lead to fresh perspectives. It can lead to a bit of uh, loosening up around how the person is dealing with the problem. And it can lead to you trying on or trying out different kinds of strategies, different ways of, of, of de- doing things. So in terms of your work at the moment, I wonder whether you could explain a little bit about what your role is. So I am the academic director of the uh, doctoral training program in clinical psychology at the University of Edinburgh. So most of my work is about training people to be clinical psychologists uh, for the UK National Health Service. 
and within that uh, I um, deliver a consistent amount of ACT training to our, our trainees um, who elect to do it. Though it's not a compulsory uh, module. They, they, the, those uh, that elect to do that kind of can do a specialist module there. I also am a, an ACBS a peer-reviewed ACT trainer and I deliver training uh, throughout the UK and internationally um, helping people at you know uh, introductory trainings or, or advin- intermediate and advanced trainings. Great. So in terms of the, the kind of um, use of metaphor in that context, I suppose it might be that you deploy those metaphors in the context maybe more in supervision? I definitely do use uh, metaphors in supervision uh, quite a lot in terms of both having a um, uh, conceptualizing you know how uh, how uh, how one of my supervisees might be considering um, uh, what's going on for a client, but probably more so in terms of the focus of um, helping the uh, supervisee with their own psychological flexibility right. uh, in the moment of working with the client. Okay, because I, I suppose um, in my training I have primarily been learning cognitive behavioral therapy uh, and it's my understanding that act or acceptance commitment therapy is a a kind of cognitive behavioral therapy Um, but I've been quite interested in the the different relationship that I've maybe developed over time in learning act with the kind of um, content that shows up in sessions Mm -hmm. uh, with with clients so in terms of my kind of relationship with clients' distress or the kinds of hopelessness maybe that shows up in mm. sessions, I think I've noticed a, a change in my relationship towards those things. And I was wondering whether maybe to to provide listeners with um, an experience of the sailing boat metaphor, we could we could maybe look at using it around that subject. Yeah, I, th- I think that would work pretty well. And um, I think it's uh, it is the case that all therapists have uncomfortable feelings uh, at different points in the work with their clients. Uh, so if we think about some of the um, uh, emotions that you have um, uh, tried not to have uh, when things have got a little tricky with clients, what kind of things show up for you when it's the, it's going it's getting mm. difficult with a client? Well, I suppose. Um, I'm thinking that at times I would feel kind of uncomfortable. I might feel tense, maybe at times move around a bit uncomfortably on my chair as well. And I think maybe in the back of my mind, there's um, a, a kind of uh, an expectation that I should be, I should be in control of, of what's going on in the consulting room as, um, as the therapist maybe we should quickly move into uh, not having as much distress uh, as they maybe had experienced and maybe that's my responsibility mm. so uh, what i'm what i'm hearing there is that uh, um when when it gets distressing with clients particularly if clients are in distress um then other things show up for you um feelings of discomfort you start to become aware of muscle tension, uh, and uh, you, you know you start to feel uncomfortable too. 
you start to uh, notice that you're sort of maybe shifting in your seat a little. Yeah. Uh, and and your your mind gives you things like, uh, oh, you need to be more in control of this. You sh- you should kind of know what you're doing here, uh, and you're sort of responsible for this situation. Yeah, and I think at times that's quite distracting. Yeah. Um, maybe I notice um, in a kind of mindful sense that I'm becoming a bit more mindy uh, yes. and caught up with some of those thoughts rather than actually paying attention to uh, to the, the person sitting across uh, in the other chair from cool. me. Cool, that's good noticing. So we can think ab- about this situation a little bit like that you're sailing a boat and that um, at uh, various points in your life, uh, you have learned sets of skills that help you to take your boat to places that you most want it to go. Um, one of the places that, that you have um, decided to sail your boat uh, is uh, towards being an effective therapist. Am I, am mm. I right in reading it like that? Yeah, being yeah. useful to yeah, people useful, yeah. um, and helpful, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Caring for people. And that as you... As you kind of like sail in this direction towards being effective, useful, caring, uh, one of the things that happens is that that, that um, sometimes waves kind of splash over the side of the boat, and you find yourself with water you know, in the bottom of your boat. And some of this water is uh, things like feelings of discomfort, um, uh, feeling uh, tense in your muscles. Mm. Maybe you didn't say this, but I noticed for myself in that situation things like butterflies in the tummy. Do you get that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And th- just as you're describing that, I, I, uh, what came into my mind was maybe a, a slight feeling in my feet. Yes. <laughs> uh, kind of feeling slight, like wet feet. I remember yeah, that yeah. from from sailing. Uh-huh. Um, kind of dinghies and um, kind of feeling that discomfort. Yeah, so a little bit of uncomfort. So in some ways, how I'm reading that right now is that, that something of the metaphor is linking with your experience of discomfort in the moment. So mm. that's a good sign to me that this is kind of landing quite well for you. Uh, and so when that stuff shows up, um, uh, alongside uh, that um, uh, water in the bottom of your boat, various members of your crew tend to show up. It, it's kind of worth noticing that you're not alone here in this boat, that some of your crew show up and start saying things like, um, uh, you, you bet you really should know what you're doing with this. You should kind of know where to go. Um, or, or, you know, you have to get control of this kind of scenario. Uh, is that right? That kind of like, that there's a sense in which kind of your mind tells you uh, how you ought to be in this situation? Yeah, the the expectation of the client may be thinking about kind of someone who's who's come maybe for my help um, and uh, then uh, they're experiencing distress in the room and I'm kind of worried about um, what they're feeling. And at that point, I, th- I think there's almost like a, a, a drift away from being helpful and and maybe as you're describing the the kind of the crew members on the boat kind of point that out um like you're you're going off course Mm. um maybe maybe you're not being you're not being useful yeah well one of the things i want us to point out there is is it's worthwhile slowing down and really watching how this happens because um I'd like us to kind of notice, like, when you 
are in touch with that discomfort, in touch with the water in the bottom of the boat, and then the crew member pops up and says something like, uh, you're not helping. Like, What do you then do like to try and kind of like deal with the kind of water that's in the bottom of the boat, the uncomfortable feelings? Mm. I suppose at times I would try to go back to the 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 kind of control kind of right okay i need to get back into control i need to kind of um go back to the the structure of of a session uh the agenda maybe mm-hmm. um thinking about kind of looking back at the homework tasks mm-hmm. that i might have mm-hmm. discussed with someone or um trying to trying to um pass them a tissue or mm-hmm. <laughs> all, all of those mm-hmm. kinds of things that might I suppose to some extent um, alleviate my discomfort. Sure. And, and it's not that these things are wrong things. These can be helpful things. However, it's worth noticing the reason why you're doing them in some of those moments is because uh, not necessarily to take the boat towards being useful, but to get rid of some of the water that's in the bottom of the boat. Mm. Yeah. And, uh, and when you do that, um, like what happens to the water? I suppose there's still discomfort um in the room um just just because uh i've said something that i hope might be useful or might um help the person to feel less uncomfortable doesn't mean that they're going to feel mm. more comfortable in mm. the space um and just by passing someone a tissue doesn't resolve their um their, their tears mm. but it sounds like it it comforts you in a little way because it mm. allows you to feel useful. Um, so in some senses, it it, it 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 kind of gets rid of some of this water. That some of th- some of these things that you're doing to try and kind of bail out some of the water, it's effective a little bit in terms of reducing some of the water. Yeah. Um, and what happens to the crew members like when when you are doing that? Well, I suppose um, maybe they quieten down a bit. Mm. Um, maybe I feel. Uh, maybe like I'm I'm following the rules, mm. um, kind of doing what I should be as a as a therapist, like helping yeah. someone to uh, to feel less uh, discomfort yeah. uh, in the consulting room. Yes, and so and so the kind of issue for the crew members is like you know help helping means feeling less discomfort. You know, Wh- what if it's the case that that actually that strategy of feeling less discomfort. Uh, is, is exactly what the client themselves has been doing outside of the therapy room, mm. uh, and uh, and that, that you know fo- focus on the strategy of feel less uncomfortable has been part of the thing that's keeping them stuck. Like, what if you what I- what if you knew it was the case that that in your efforts to try and reduce your own discomfort, you had effectively um, moved the boat away from the direction of sail that was most choppy. And mm-hmm. into something that was like calmer waters, mm-hmm. slightly easier to sail, but but maybe not really going towards being effective in the way that you most want to be. Mm-hmm. Like, what if you knew that was the case? It would maybe be more comfortable, but I wouldn't necessarily be as useful. Mm. Um, it wouldn't be a kind of direct route. Um, and and whilst it might feel more comfortable. I might set the expectation, maybe even within the client, that it's not okay to feel um, some of those feelings as they show up in the consulting room. Mm. And I, I quite like the idea of then thinking, 
maybe this is overcomplicating it, but that that the client themselves might have their own boat and their mm-hmm. own kind of bailer and yeah. um, their own direction of travel. Uh, and as I'm in the consulting room, I might be kind of modeling a, a kind of way of sailing mm. that on some level they might be observing as well. Mm. That, that you kind of, that y- you can't sail towards the choppy water. You have to kind of sail towards the calm water or that, you know, the thing to do is to get rid of the water before we continue sailing. Yeah. Cause, cause it, there's certainly sometimes when I can think about my own experience in uh, sticky situations with clients like that, where in an effort to get rid of some of my discomfort, I've basically stopped trying to sail the boat towards the direction that I most care about. And instead I'm just kind of down there in the bottom of the boat trying to get rid of these kind of like uncomfortable feelings. Yeah. So, so first of all, before we kind of move on, how's this metaphor landing for you? What's your sense of kind of how it's sitting with you right now? I think as we said at the beginning, it kind of reminds me a bit about my actual experience mm. with sailing. And in that sense, I suppose it, it's quite relevant to mm. me. Um, as we've been speaking about that, uh, I think it's been quite easy for me to to picture um, mm-hmm. some of those experiences that I've had in the past and to kind of add to to that picture um, some interesting ideas and, and think about maybe as as we were saying, a different perspective on the experience in the consulting room. Mm-hmm. Um, and also maybe think as well about the way I, the, the kind of relationship that I have to clients and clients' distress as I'm doing the kind of work that's important to me. Um, and whether whether it's possible to sail without getting wet feet or to, to teach someone to sail in a way that... Um, leads their expectation to be that it's not okay to get wet feet uh, and that you must spend all of your time kind of bailing mm. uh, and and having water in the boat is is not acceptable mm. okay so so because of your own personal history there's something about the metaphor that makes it easy to access for you that won't be the same for everybody and yeah. some people won't find this lands very well other people th- there's a range of other metaphors that you can use like the passengers on the bus being a similar kind of thing sometimes people might find that a bit easier to engage with but i've found generally this one works quite well and that you're noticing that as you engage in the metaphor you're you're also having a fresh perspective on the this pers- the particular concrete issue of of how you are when when uh, clients um, are getting very distressed and so if we think about it from this way that, that that if I you know what what matters to me if you know this piece of work is about being useful to you uh, and if I kind of instruct you in lots and lots of strategies for you know ways to help you feel comfortable yeah uh, in therapy like like if our work becomes together about let's get rid of this water and then we'll sail on mm-hmm. Do you think that will have been... Will there's what's your felt sense? Does that feel like that would be useful to you? I, I can hear in what you're describing there that there would be a comfort yeah. uh, in being told what to do. Yeah. I, I would feel... Maybe I would feel more equipped uh, in the short term at being told what, what to do, a bit like having more passengers on the bus yeah, or, yeah, or, yeah. or um, crew members in my boat, yeah. kind of getting that coaching... But at the same time, it kind of also sounds like it might not be like sustainable. Yeah. Like I might run out of strategies and, and have to come back and, and be told more of, of what to do. Yeah. 
Um, whereas as we're kind of maybe constructing a metaphor and, and kind of exploring the, the different perspectives around that, it feels like I might be able to work out a little bit more for myself. Yeah. And so if we phrase this a slightly different way, that, that if, you've, if you've kind of chosen that uh, one of the things you care about in your life is being an effective, caring therapist, that's, that's the direction that you are um, uh, choosing to travel, um, when when we uh, go that direction with our clients, will we always be going out in smooth, plain sailing weather? Mm, wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> would it? <laughs> w- would it be a little dull? Maybe, yeah, maybe it would be. Um, like if you if you knew for a fact that that no patient would ever surprise you, yeah. that, that you always knew what was going to happen, that that uh, that. There would never be any kind of intensity about it. It would simply no be challenge. It would simply unfold in uh-huh. the way that it usually does unfold. Yeah, yeah. No, that 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 probably wouldn't be as as interesting. Yeah. And, and as as challenging or even as fun at at times, yeah. I suppose. As meaningful as yeah as yeah being useful to people mm. and uh, and addressing their unique challenges. Yeah. Um, and helping them and coaching them yeah. uh, into more fulfilling lives, even. So this is this is really kind of the direction that you care about, and if that's the direction, it's 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 going to take you into some heavy weather. Mm. You know, just let yourself notice how that feels. If if we put it this way, like like in the service of of taking your boat into heavy weather, would you be willing to have you know some water in the bottom of your boat? Mm. I think wet feet at times is inevitable and if I'm to do that. Yeah, how does that land? Like how 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 are you feeling as you're in touch with that right now? I think I feel I feel a bit uncomfortable. Yeah. Good. It's like I feel that in in my in my stomach. I can notice that I'm a bit tense about that, but but at the same time I'm kinda interested in in that journey. Good. Th- that's a, s- a sense in which kind of it's landing in the direction I'd want it to land. That that uh, you're noticing a sense of discomfort, and I'm curious about that. Mm. And a sense of kind of, am I reading it right? There's a sense of being slightly more open to that. That's that's what's going to come if I, if I really choose to be this kind of therapist that wants to make a difference. Yeah, because I suppose, um, as I've sometimes said to to trainees you can't do this work unless you're willing to sit in the room with someone who mm. is uh, experiencing discomfort mm. and to sit in the room with someone who's experiencing discomfort um you can't help but feel uh, some of that discomfort yourself yeah so if we were to continue working together on this that that our role will not be about me helping you find strategies of getting rid of the water mm-hmm. it'll be helping you to be in touch with this sense that you're in touch with right now of um, being open to part of the journey is that water will be in the boat. Mm. And then another part of our work will be about helping you to learn skills of like, what do I do when the passengers, when the crew show up and tell me, steer away from the heavy weather? Right. Like, how do I sort of stay on course uh, even when when the crew members are kind of like telling you that that's what you should do? Yeah. or maybe they try and grab the the tiller or yeah well it's kind of interesting that 
you know, client work, um, people will often sort of add into the metaphor like that. That, uh, that I'd say, well, th- this in this in this situation, your crew members they can come up and they can holler at you loudly. Yeah. They can come and uh, they can come and kind of tell you exactly what they should do. They can kind of bully you into it. But the only person who's actually steering this boat is you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks very much, David. So, so, in as we kind of like walk through that, like, has anything changed for you in terms of your perception of this situation, your clinical work? Like, how does the metaphor land? I think over the course of maybe the last few years, I've been feeling more open to to that discomfort. Mm. There's a way in which um, kind of that curiosity and and that willingness to experience discomfort in the consulting room sometimes on a daily basis mm. in the service of kind of kind of pursuing a, ch- a challenge uh, in my uh, work with clients helped me to to think about the way in which I relate to the discomfort that I experience and uh, and maybe maybe being a bit more accepting of that mm. so that th- this was kind of a, a direction in your life that was growing anyway and yet specifically the the way the l- the metaphor impacted on you just today how was that I think t- today, I mean, I've I've heard the metaphor previously, um, probably more in the context of, of client work mm-hmm. than in a, a kind of supervision context, uh, as as this might be described to be. And I, I think, just as we were talking, uh, I mentioned kind of the idea that there'd be other boats on on the water at the same time, mm-hmm. and that's been something that. Um, I've noticed it's been quite useful to think about kind of the the other traffic on on yeah. the on the street. Yeah. Okay. Thanks very much for for spending this time today with me, David. I found that very useful, and I hope that it's served the function that you'd liked it to as well. Yeah. Thanks very much, James. It's been a pleasure. Thanks. Mm-hmm.